Six Souls, The Bounty Hunter Benjamin Midkiff crept silently along the rocks of the dusty mountainside. At least he hoped he was silent. Having been born mute and deaf, he could never truly be sure. Up ahead, sitting near a campfire where a spit had been set up with something cooking, a lone figure drank coffee from a tin cup. The smell of roasting bird and fresh coffee drifted back to Midkiff. They were good smells. When his business was complete, he told himself he would stop long enough to indulge himself, the gunslinger. When he was finished, Dealer stood and stripped off his farmer's clothing, leaving all that was left of George Grant beside his wife's grave. Naked, he walked to the barn, feeling the two years peel away from his heart. In the back corner where his tools were stored, Dealer found the box that held the remnants of his old life, the Land Baron. Forrest Bishop walked the streets of his town. At sixty-three, he was feeling his age, but in his day, Bishop had held his own. Now he controlled enough of this town and everybody in it to pay for men to do his bidding, no matter what it might be. Behind him, two of his men, Nate and Corky, followed along with some stranger named Baxter, who claimed to want a job. Not that he needed any more hired guns, but then again, a man couldn't be too careful. The Gambler Why would anyone want to go to a town named Purgatory, of all places? Miss Rebecca asked. I can't speak for everyone, ma'am, Kane said, but I'm going there to play poker with a man who is soon to lose a fortune. Miss Abigail stiffened in her seat. A godly man neither takes to drink nor to gambling. Kane smiled. Ma'am, not even all men of God are godly men. The Preacher for some reason he could not understand God had not seen fit to afflict him with the disease, even though the dog had broken his skin. Tobias hadn't told anyone about the bite, lest they worry about him too much. But when he was honest with himself, he did feel the flu coming on. His head was full of ideas and thoughts he couldn't understand, until two nights ago when God spoke to him. By the light of the nearly full moon, Tobias had unearthed his wife and son, along with the rotted corpse of the dog he'd buried in the front, the saloon owner. When Della was out of earshot, Jenny leaned closer to Bishop. And you tell them that if any one of them hits one of my girls again, I'll personally slit their throats. That goes double for me, Mr. Bishop. Don't you ever lay another hand on me. Six souls. All six will suffer in purgatory. Only one shall survive.